Hi, this is Donna Otto, and we are Modern Homemakers, and welcome to Christmas. Did you notice that the calendar just turned the corner? It seems to me that I was just turning the corner to last December. So I mentioned to you a few days ago, for those of you who keep current, that I had a craft a day for you, and some of you fell off your chairs, and the rest of you said, wahoo. So today I want to do something that will will give you a direction, okay? So the first thing I want to tell you is that on our podcasting free resource page, you're going to find a very small list of preparing for 25 days of Advent. It's a small list, and most of the things on the list you already own, like a Bible or some construction paper or three by five cards or an empty box or a basket, an ornament that belongs to a family member, a shopping bag with robes and scarves, which you have to gather from everyone's bedroom. Most of the things on this list you already have. A few of them you may have to go out and pick up, like a roll of freezer paper, which you can buy from the grocery store the next time you go to the market. And then in the next three broadcasts, I'm going to give you eight crafts, a craft, I'm going to use that word craft, and then I'm going to tell you what I call a craft, eight different um, activities that look like a craft, but they're activities that you can do with your family, no matter how old your family is, or how young your family is, or how small your family is. My husband and I do a number of these things, and he doesn't know it, but we're going to do one together that starts on day 10, and I'm going to get the roll of paper and put it up. So in each broadcast for three days in a row, I'm going to give you eight days of activities and um, give you direction on how to do them. So they'll be fasted days. Remember that at this time of the year, you can't take too much more on if this is too much for you. Save these podcasts, download the activity collection of items and get ready for next Advent season. Remember that we only want to draw your attention during this season of the year when everything is about stuff and buying and shopping and commercials and every store you go into screams, buy me, buy me, it's reduced, it's 50% off and all of that which causes you and your kids to think we need to buy more stuff. And this is about doing together more stuff. And maybe you want to select out and say, let's not buy as much as we do this year. And then doing it together will draw you to the cross. Remember, I'm not a crafter. I'm not a crafter at all. But I most dramatically recognize the value of visual aids or props to aid teaching and training. And if you know me at all, you know that I often come to the platform to speak with a prop in my hand. You long remember what you saw over what you heard. And the following props are to help you and your family remember that Christ is the reason for the season. The commercialism can dwarf, can be dwarfed by Christocentric ideas at Christmas. And modern homemakers, we want to continue to offer you plans and ideas and suggestions that are 
at the heart, centered in the Word of God, and centered on celebrations that will bring your family closer to Him. There's the simple list I mentioned. Don't forget to pull it off. And remember that traditions change. In my childhood, we put up our Christmas tree on Christmas Eve, and we used fresh tree with candles to light the candles that clipped onto our tree, which is Scandinavian tradition. Um, because we lived in a population of Scandinavian people, we we don't do that very much anymore. Even those of you who live in cold climates uh, have converted to artificial trees. Most of the items are things that you have at home. And if you don't want to do every night or every day, listen to these three podcasts, one right after another, and then choose out, select out one or two or three things that might work for you this year. Okay, are you ready? Because here we go. Day number one, create a wreath. Buy an Advent wreath that you can reuse every day during Advent and you can use it for years. My Advent wreath is one I've been using for 40 years. You don't want to buy an Advent wreath? Get a plate, use some Play-Doh and stick it on the plate and stick your candle into the Play-Doh. If you've got colored candles at home, great, three purples and a pink. But if you don't, use any kind of candle you want to. And read the passage out of Malachi chapter 3, 1 through 6. And day number 1 is done. Day number 2, if you decided on the wreath, or you said, can't do the wreath and the candles this year, too much, my kids are too little, the candles are going to topple over, someone's going to get burned, they're going to have a fire. Okay, I get it. So day number two is make a paper chain. Cut 25 strips of paper, number them 1 through 25, staple the first strip together so you've got a circle, and then slip day number two slip of paper through the loop that you've just made and staple it like the second loop. And you do that all the way down to 25. And then you're going to put that paper chain someplace where the children can tear it off every day. If you have a creche at home, and if you don't have a creche or don't know what I'm talking about, a creche is simply the manger, the crib, and Mother Mary and Father Joseph, those three characters, okay? And you don't even need to have Mary and Joseph. And you can make a simple manger by putting some straw in a shoebox and put the baby Jesus in the shoebox and put your paper chain around it. And when the kids are saying, Mom, why are we having a shoebox on the table with straw in it? You can draw their attention to how primitive it must have been when Jesus was laid in a manger in a crib that was a stable where the animals ate from. Day number three, have a secret gift for a family member. So on your list of items to have, you'll hear me ask for um, slips of paper and drawing names for your family. So you could get that ready ahead of time, Mom, and put the names of your family members on slips of paper, put the paper in a bowl, and then at this gathering, each family member draws 
one name. They keep it secret. The whole idea of this gift exchange is to keep it a secret. Your little ones will be hard with that. And it'll be okay if they slip. But the wise men brought gifts with no expectation of anything reciprocal. And I think when we do something in secret, like we read about in the Sermon on the Mount, don't let your left hand know what your right hand is doing. Don't walk through the village saying, I'm giving my offering now. Here's my donation. Here's my money. Here's my check. Something done in secret. And the wise men did it just to honor the newborn king. And your home, your family, is the smallest family unit. Now, maybe you want to extend that to grandmas and grandpas or aunties and uncles. But you're going to draw that name and then you're going to have a secret gift that you're going to give to that person. And the night will come a little later in the series of nights. It's a gift they can do. And then you're going to select the time to exchange that gift. All they have to do is put the name of the person they selected. And I'd encourage you to read Psalm 40, verses 6 and 7, that talks about the difference of sacrifice and an offering. Day number four. This is about gift wrapping today. I'm going to talk to you about, on this day, helping your family understand about what gift wrapping takes. Most mothers do the gift wrapping. But this night, we're going to talk about some kind of personalized gift wrapping. And they can do it with the person they've just drawn. Use the recipient's shirt or pajamas, and they'll immediately know that that gift belongs to them or the recipient's favorite color or ribbon. The idea of using someone's clothing is actually a Philippines tradition. That's exactly how they wrap their gifts. So they go to the person who the gift is being given to's closet, and they take things from the closet, and they wrap the gifts up. And at Christmas, they know which gift belongs to them. Maybe it's the favorite color ribbon of that person or their favorite color or a newspaper because it's black and white. That would be a perfect gift for me because I only wear black and white clothes. Or the comic section, or a favorite magazine, or they draw a picture and they tape the picture on the gift. Or they, if it's in a box, they can sponge paint it or use a marker or a cutout or a sticker. But talk about giving and the spirit of giving and the wrapping of that gift on day number four. This is day number five we're moving into, and this is about communication. This is about reminding the children that in this Bible, which we have somewhere near our Advent candle or our paper chain, that God's communication with us was so important that these 66 books written over hundreds of years were inspired by God because he wanted to communicate with us even though he wasn't going to be here on earth during our lives. Until he comes again, it's his best tool of communicating. So let the children understand what it means to communicate with someone, to talk to someone, to tell someone, to keep them apprised. And this night we're just going to make a few greeting cards, three or four a person. Cut up some cardstock. You're bound to have some envelopes laying around. Whatever envelopes you have, use the envelopes and cut up some cardstock or cut up some paper and fold it in half and put them inside the envelope. Keep it really, really simple, okay? 
they can write a verse or a poem or the words from a song. They can put glitter on it if you're willing to have glitter, Mom. They can do stickers. They can draw on it. And then get them to address the envelope. And if the address is only to Mommy, that's okay. But if it's an envelope they want to send to Grandma who lives in another state, oh boy, will Grandma be happy or an auntie or an uncle or a friend? Out-of-town people would be a great source to encourage them to start with. Day number six. Let's begin thinking about a gift for some family in need. And I asked you on your supply list to get a box or a basket that you can give away. And so tonight we start that. Whatever your box or basket is, you're going to explain to the children, we're going to fill this box or basket up in the next 15 days. We're going to fill it up. We're going to fill it up with things. And these things will be done during activities throughout the month. And if this is the idea you want, then listen all the way through and find out what the recommendations are for gifts for the family that is in need, okay? And if you've got a basket, oh, you can add a piece of ribbon to it. You could throw a little glitter on the basket. Again, if you're willing to have glitter, Mama. Some tissue paper, some wrapping paper to line the basket in. Maybe a towel to line the basket. And it's a pretty Christmas towel that you're willing to give up. And then begin to think about what kind of things we can put in the basket. This night, I'd recommend something you have in your pantry or in your paper towels or toilet paper or Kleenex box. And then tell them, we're going to add to this. We're going to give some personal things. We're going to add some toys. We're going to add to it. And then we're going to take this basket to a family in need. Mama, you might have to get that family in need in mind ahead of time. So call your church or your local charitable organization. There are all sorts of places around town that will give you a family. And if you don't know a family in need, so you know how many children they are and how old they are. Day number seven, bake or make anything you like. Did you hear that? Bake or make anything you like. This is bake or make night. Cookies can be complicated, but oh, so fun. And you don't have time. You just got home from work and you don't have time for cookies. Well, maybe you can make a bunt cake and everybody gets to throw in and then you can wrap it. We make Thousand Island dressing at our house. I think that app, that um, recipe is really on our website in one of our uh, festive holiday uh, free resources. Maybe it's applesauce or you're going to plant some seeds in a pot or some bulbs and some rocks to bloom at Christmas time. But it's going to be a make or bake night. You might ask your kids. If I asked my granddaughter, she'd say, I want to make protein muffins. If I asked my grandson, he'd say, I want to make floppy bacon. That's the thick bacon that never gets flattened. He likes it really thick. Or my son-in-law, who would say my Thousand Island dressing. Or my daughter, who would say apple pie. And I'd say, okay, we're not making apple pie. But then help them decide what idea is best. And then as a family, you're going to make or bake something. And if they're going to make or bake something to give away, it might be good to make it and bake it and give it away by putting it in your basket. You know if it's a baked good, it'll have to be frozen first. Day number eight, and the last for today, read the Luke 2 story together. 
in Luke chapter 2, it describes this birth in the clearest of terms, in the most familiar of terms. And I'm going to suggest that you read it in two versions, perhaps the message and maybe the King James version. Ever the teacher, I would want to tell my family how they're so different and why they're so different and how it's good to understand that beautiful, lyrical, poetic, archaic, old words from the King James and why it's wonderful to read the message and understand all the subtleties to it. Maybe this is the day you begin your bag full of robes and scarves because later on they're going to get Luke 2 again actually a couple of times, and they'll have an opportunity to do more with Luke 2. Well, I hope this has not been too much for you. I hope it's been succinct enough that you can choose, pick and choose some ideas. Maybe you're going to make one of these ideas such a good idea that you're going to type it up and print it off, and you're going to put the ingredients together and give it to all your friends for Christmas this year or next. I'm Donna Otto and we are Modern Homemakers, committed to giving you encouragement as a woman of faith, a mother, a wife, and a homemaker, especially during the busy season of Christmas. Remember, the reason for the season is the birth of Jesus Christ. The common begin and the uncommon finish. Go out and make it a very uncommon day remembering Jesus. Mm-hmm.